The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. You know how Finn never gets to tell Ray that one thing he wants to tell her? Or how Han Solo can give Leia a sarcastic quip but never really open up to her? Well, you don't have to be rebel scum or the captain of the Millennium Falcon to experience the kind of rich relationships and life that we all long for. I'm Mark Went, and I'm a men's wisdom coach. After people work with me, they have the confidence, emotional intelligence, and communication skills they need to be the heroes of their own story. To find out more, go to markwentcoaching.com, M-A-R-C-W-E-N-D-T coaching.com. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a stream freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the Dashing Duo, Derek, myself, Mike. And hey, Derek, what do we talk about? Uh, what do we talk about Wednesday or on Wookie Radio this week? Toys and collectibles? Uh, uh, yeah. And uh, we kind of did the same thing um, this week on Mighty Marvel Geeks. So uh, guess what? Um... We're going to talk about news of the world. No, we got my we got Maddie from Pop Insider on with us to talk about toys and collectibles. <laughs> That's Maybe what it said. News of the world. Oh, okay, that works too. Hey the guys. News anyway. And, and the odd part is, normally this would have been us talking about and recapping Toy Fair. That did not happen, and I oh, I wish they had done virtual Toy Fair. Mm. us too we really really miss toy fair and when you think about toy fair as a concept it is five straight days of just being on your feet all day and when you don't have it is when you know how much you miss it because all of us last weekend (laughs) which would have been toy fair we were just saying to ourselves oh what i would give right now to just be frolicking around the javits center and just playing with all the new toys because most of our first stops are that the booths in the basement area that have all the you know pop culture and collectible items so we're definitely missing it this year but i'm glad to be on because we still have some really cool new items coming out this year to talk about well i i can't speak for derek but i i may be thinking he's probably thinking the same thing i was or i am 
I was hoping to go this year and we, and that was going to be, I think the first convention that all of us from the core three were going to be coming together and meeting for the first time. And of course we were also going to come and hopefully meet you guys as well. Absolutely. So, and, and, you know, hopefully this was, it was going to be one of those y'all were going to be introducing us into the, and welcoming us officially into the adventure media family as, even though, yeah, as that partner, which I'm so, so excited we're able to help with you guys and partner with you guys. I think it's been, it's almost been a year since we started. Yeah. And I remember first show on Wookiee Radio was right around Toy Fair last yeah. year. And then short, and then um, I think we started doing our first weekly recap in April. Yeah. So we're coming up on a close to a year partnership uh, with you guys, but it's been a, it's been a full year having you guys on the show. And I, I think it's been great. And what a first year it's been. <laughs> Actually for, it's been great for us. Uh, uh, yeah, for great partnership. That, in that reason. Great partnership. Uh, I have I have uh, seen numbers on our shows go up uh, listenership wise as well. Um, and I've been told that, you know, our our weekly post is a usually does well with you guys when when James puts that up on the site. So uh, excited about that. I know we are, too. And every week that James posts it, I'm look, I look forward to it because I'm like, oh, who do they have on this week? And <laughs> it's a joy. I mean, you guys. You know, the the trio are just so lovely to speak to and to partner with. And I just think it's a really great thing that we have going on. And I mean, like Derek said, like, what a year. I mean, who would have thought that when we first started (laughs) talking to each other that the world would turn into what it did. But I think that, I mean, more it's more important than ever to have these platforms to just chat about what's going on in the world and, you know, to keep the collector and toy community spirit alive. And I think it's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully you guys will be able to join us for the first time at toy fair 2022. It, It was a bit dicey because at first, obviously no one could predict what could have happened, but Toy Fair was postponed till May of this year. Yeah. And then a couple of months ago, you know, they just made the decision that it just wasn't safe for all these, not only all the attendees to come, but for all the companies who have booths and they're coming around all around the world for this. It just wasn't, it just wasn't the right time yet. So the next big toy trade show is um, in Dallas in October for fall toy preview which is a look at what's coming out the following year but i think the next big show that everyone's going to be at it's safe to say will be toy fair new york back at new york city the javits center is being redone so i think we're going to all come back to a whole new experience and back to normalcy uh next february so at the moment new york comic-con's on hold as well they haven't see this is the thing they haven't officially canceled it yet but i don't know i don't have a good feeling about it it's repop yeah mm. right okay uh one one thing that's been interesting that uh james is talking a little bit about on wiki radio is how this past year um the the toy industry and collectibles and everything um everybody thought it was 
it was going to go to and uh, it's been interesting that because everybody's been home with their kids and everything, um, like I know puzzles and games and stuff have been shooting, shooting way up um, Leg- in popularity, Lego, Lego, things like that. Yeah. So let me tell you this crazy statistic. So in 2020, the toy industry was up 16 percent in sales compared to the year before. And like you just said, Derek, we all thought when this pandemic started and the world kind of just shut down, we all thought it was going to not be a good year. Businesses are were struggling. They were furloughing people, laying off people. And don't get me wrong, they still are. But right. all those key categories, games, puzzles, activities, construction, once it started to become summertime, outdoor and active toys, all these categories just blew right. up because people are sitting at home and they wanted to find ways to just not do the same thing over and over again. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my days where I get to sit and binge watch Netflix, but you, know, <laughs> when you do that for months and months and months in a row. You need some sort of relief from that. And even the kids mm-hmm. who are still distance learning or learning from home, I mean, to find toys and products that will help them supplement their education like stem toys and other learning activities i mean oh yeah she just did phenomenally (laughs) uh last year we sunk a lot of money after getting product from zuru for xshot to review uh even leading up to that Foam dart blasters really made a lot of presence in our house (laughs) and in our friend and in our, in my daughter's best friend's house. Um, Yeah. We have an arsenal here. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like your house is the place to go to. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'll tell you with the the X shots, um, all of us on all the shows, we all got like two of the crushers, Mm -hmm. which is the minigun looking one. I'm like, Oh, this is killer. Um, that, that, that one's a blast. And as much as Zoe says she likes it, she actually likes the, uh, Turbo Fury. It's mm-hmm. the, it's the 20 shot one, not the larger one. She actually likes that one more than the, than the Crusher. I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> Did she say why? <laughs> no, it's just her go-to. Yeah. Um, but a friend of ours has, uh, the Nerf Titan and we're going through, it's like, okay, my R35 shots, you put 35 shots in yours and let's see who can fire faster, more <laughs> accurate. Uh, we won. <laughs> And and that one is, you know, battery powered, mo- is a motorized gun. And it's it's so bulky. And it's like, yeah. It has a lot of firepower. I love, I love, love, love the motorized blasters. You just get such a kick out of like, sometimes you get like a little recoil and you're like, oh my God, this is just a foam ball that's coming out. Yeah. But yeah. real good kick of it. <laughs> so um, I guess since we're talking... As my dog, new dog, brings me the remote for my Roku. <laughs> I'm to watch WandaVision. Watch... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm watching Retriever Vision. <laughs> um, I guess since we're talking Nerf or Nerf or foam blasters, uh, can we start there? Yeah, we definitely can. So Hasbro actually just announced Nerf Hyper. And it's a totally new line of Nerf, and there's three new blasters in that line. And just like with every new (laughs) line of blasters, it's going to load faster and it's going to load with increased capacity. So 
I personally love like the whole aesthetic of the Hyperline. You have these yeah. like light molten colors. I mean, I wish I again, I'm going to say this a lot probably, but I wish I was there at Toy Fair to just actually hold it in my hands and try it out for myself. But this is going to be a huge line for them this year. And I think a lot of people are excited for it. And do you, do you think this line's going to make up for uh, criticism they've had with the ultra line and may turn um, nerf around? I think so. I think that they're, while they're trying something new, it is like everything that everyone loves about nerf. So I personally love the, the foam ball blasters. Um, so I think that's going to be popular among the fans and even the designs too, just like the way that you hold the blasters is completely different. Yeah. So I think it is new. Um, and I think, it, I think it will turn around. Yeah. I, I know with the higher, with the hyperline, there's the, uh, a pistol. Yeah. There's a shotgun style, which to me reminds me a, a lot of the X shot, um, orbit. Which I love, yeah. I love the X shot orbit, which is almost a, a shotgun, shotgun style, you know, with the with the pump in the front or the prime in the front um and then um it looks like it's a and then the third one looks like a reskinned or remolded uh perseus uh which is which is which is uh motorized yeah um i think that it's just i i don't know i'm really a big fan of this line so i don't see why people are gonna not love it too but you know everyone has a has an opinion now what what has been announced or talked about with uh with this line i know it's the balls but the 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 rounds look smaller they are smaller. than the rival yeah they are a third smaller than the rival rounds and the material's actually a little bit different too so they're going to be they're going to shoot a little faster too and it's going to help with the reload times um and in terms of volume since they are smaller in a place where, for example, if you had 25 rival rounds, you can fit 100 of the hyper rounds. So you're talking about an increased capacity here, too. So can't go wrong with that. Yeah. And, and Derek, here's the cool thing. They sell reload kits of 50 and 100 round kits that all you do is you open up a box or open up the lid on one and dump it into the gun, into the hopper of the uh, of the gun. It's just that cool. Yeah. And with the whole mechanics of it, it's going to... They re-engineered it so that it's going to shoot at a faster velocity. So you're talking about 110 um, feet second. Oh, wow. That's about supposedly 20 feet more than what X-Shot has with their Chaos. Because I think Chaos is around 90, 90, 95. Yeah. It's just amazing. Like, what are they going to come up with next? Like, it's going to be 150. It's going to be more. And... Um, there are some third party manufacturers and actually I think, uh, dart zone makes one in their pro models that shoots like 150, 200 feet a second. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. I feel, like, I feel like those are perfect for, um, when I was in college, they always had those, like versus zombie clubs and yeah. you have a group of just people and then a group that are just zombies and they would just, um, shoot each other with the blasters. And I mean, like, come on, 200 feet. 
<laughs> you, you're going to win that one. See, for me in college, uh, when I started at Carnegie Mellon, uh, I've always been in theater or fine arts. Um, we did laser tag with the original laser tag stuff. So at the end of the night, here we are running around the fine arts building at like one, two o'clock in the morning playing laser tag. <laughs> I love laser tag. I am such a nerd for laser tag. I don't know what it is about it. It's just I haven't it's done just laser tag in ages. I have found on eBay the original laser tag weapons. I'm like, supposedly they still work. Wow. I'm like, oh, there's the rifle too. <laughs> I love that <laughs> rifle. Let me tell you, though, um, this isn't like the original laser tag, but there's a company called NSI International, and they have a whole line called Laser X. And it's basically the same idea, except it's, you know, a little more affordable and at different sets that you can get. But it's the same concept. It's just laser tag. And you have these blasters that you can some of them come with one pack some come with two packs then you have your little you know badge that you wear so that you can you know shoot the blaster on and it's it's taking laser tag home and i appreciate that especially nowadays you don't have to leave your house to have those experiences mm-hmm. oh, yeah. oh it was nuts when when we were playing laser tag when i first got introduced we were playing uh i was in a professional off-broadway show in upstate new york and um going into our dark night you know if we were dark the next day we did laser tag battles that night or if we had a two-show day we did it just to unwind we either did laser tag or we did uh, water gun wars and it was to the point we were wearing the hat the with the sensor the chest sensor we had yes. sens- we had sensors on our back sensors on our arms and the but we also went and modified them where we took the inside and spray painted them red of the dome, except for the little slit where the sensor was. So you had to really be a dead shot to get the sensor. Oh my gosh, you and guys we, are and we all villain. we all cheated that way. <laughs> except for but then we found out if you had the rifle and you fired it yeah. and the sensor was too close, it would still trigger the sensor because there was and this is back from the, the trigger area. It's like how is the gun still? I don't know, but you've always got a loophole, Mike. There's always a loophole. Um, now, since we're talking, uh, still talking blasters, what about? See, I've learned about some of these because I've been watching videos of people who talk about them on on YouTube. Uh, what about D Dart or or Busby? Any of because uh, Busby has uh, Adventure Force. Who, they do. They have the best dart on the market with their waffle tips. Just saying. Yeah, the Adventure Force line is pretty cool. I know that Busby is working on or just releasing a line with Walmart for Walmart to have their own in-house brand of blasters. So I know that they're, st- they're starting to roll those out. But in terms of... Are, now, are, those, are those the ones with the half darts? I haven't seen them. I don't know much details about them yet. Okay. I know James on my team started getting some samples of them, which is why I know about it. Uh. Um, yeah, but in terms of the other company, D-Dart, that you mentioned, I haven't seen anything new from them this year yet. Okay. I know they. I know they're supposed to be having um, it's a double ring blaster and one that shoots the rifle balls. Oh, okay. But they're not out yet. And Derek, if you haven't seen these things, uh, I think it's D-Dart. Google D-Dart. The gun looks like a gamer's joystick. 
with a ring around it and you slide your hand through. It's almost like a wrist gauntlet and you fire using this joystick like trigger mechanism. It's so awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> I just wish the motor was slightly faster for the for the uh, automatic fire. <laughs> we'll have uh, to let them know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I will be. Um, I guess from here, Derek, where do you think we should go next? Do you want to talk about Funko? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess so, way to go, Derek Funko. Yeah. <laughs> great, great, <laughs> Derek. I love it. Um, okay, so actually, this week Funko just announced, which I am personally very excited for, the Hamilton Funko Pops. I can guarantee you that this would have uh, been revealed at Toy Fair. Oh no! Why are you giving me an UGG? <laughs> Oh, uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you a little story about that after. Okay. Continue. <laughs> All right. Well, um, now they're released on Entertainment Earth. You can get them now on pre-order. They're kind of, they're going to start shipping out in July, mm. but there are mm-hmm. Hamilton designs. Um, there's, you know, Alexander Hamilton, Aaron Burr, the Schuyler sisters, and George Washington. And then Walmart has an exclusive Alexander Hamilton figure that's wearing his blue coat. The Entertainment Earth one has the one wearing his red coat. And, you know, they're just your standard Funko Pop, four-inch tall figures. Then they also have Pop keychains. You know, they're the smaller one-and-a-half-inch sizes. I love those Um, keychains. I love the keychains. I have so many of them. (laughs) I have have the Ant-Man and Wasp ones. (laughs) Oh, I love that. They were, I was looking on the on some website the other day, I think it was Entertainment Earth, and they had a bunch of cute keychain sets that have like, you know, hearts on them. So they had Ant-Man and the Wasp and they had um the two Dalmatian puppies and Minnie and Mickey. Oh my gosh, I love that. He's showing us in person. Ant-Man and Wasp. <laughs> and I have a set because I got the I had to use points from Regal before they expired and then they shut down and said parts aren't or points aren't expiring yet. I'm like, okay. So I ended up getting three Ant-Man, three Wasp. I have a set. Zoe has a set. And then I have a set that will be used in a giveaway on Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's epic. Along with a Wakanda Files book, which is awesome. And who knows? Maybe we do something in conjunction with Pop Insider. Yeah, we should. With this giveaway. That's a great idea. And My people call your people. And maybe we could discuss that uh, at maybe <laughs> oh, a official roundtable. um so guys might have heard so like funko lives and breathes at these conventions right and that's what all people care about um during the cons so it's obviously very sad that we don't have in-person events for at least the foreseeable future for the first half of the year but companies like funko are taking matters into their own hands and they're either offering their own virtual events or cons so we had funko fest which was a 10-day festival last month and they obviously released a bunch of new product but they're not done yet in place of emerald city comic-con they're hosting Mm. another virtual con from march 1 uh, march 1st through 5th which is next week and they're going to announce a whole bunch of new items as well. So I'll definitely be on the lookout for that. I know that they're already announced a WandaVision Billy and Tommy. So that's, oh, that's gonna right. Be that's right. Mm, yeah. yeah. And they're giving us a bunch of, you know, sneak peeks and, 
you know, they're going to, they're giving us like half an inch of a figure and people have to figure out what they are. So we know that there's going to be some, um, Dragon Ball, obviously yeah. more Marvel, Transformers, My Hero Academia. Oh, I, I cannot wait to yeah. see what they put out for, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause my top, my top three for that would be Zemo. In in the hood or in his mask, I, I would love Baron Zemo. Uh, I would love to see uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon in potential cap outfits as well. If they yeah. are in the each cap one outfits, with the shield, yeah, yeah, each one with the shield. I would that, love that. Would be that. that would be my my go to from that. Now, um, before we move on, I'll go back to the Hamilton thing that I was grumbling about. <laughs> so there's a funny story well funny ish so uh my wife is a huge 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 hamilton fan she has gone to the show a few times she's watched the disney plus show i don't know how many times um if it was a dvd she would have burnt it out by now uh she has a soundtrack she loves 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 hamilton and my wife's birthday is coming up in march so I saw the I saw an article pop up showing the Hamilton pops. Yeah. And I was all excited. I'm like, oh, this will make a perfect birthday present for my wife. So I click on it. And of course, not shipping until July. I'm like, well, that doesn't do me any good for Mar- for her March birthday. The <laughs> and pre-order. then one day you pre- she saw. You, you pre-order, print it out, put it in a card and go. It's coming in July. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Um, but then, then a day or two later, she found an article with them and she sent it to me and she goes, look at these. I'm like, yeah, I saw those. I thought they'd make a good birthday present, but they don't come out till July. <laughs> My daughter saw them today because I, I, I got an email with uh, from comicbook.com. I guess they finally got around to putting the story up and uh, she goes, and I'm f- scrolling up. And she goes, "What, Daddy? Go back!" I'm like, "What? Did I just see what I thought I saw?" I'm like, "What?" She goes, "Hamilton Funkos." I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." Well, there goes fifty bucks. <laughs> and she, she's the same way. I mean, she, my wife has seen the show uh, when it came through Orlando a couple of years ago. My daughter has not seen it. Wants to see it live. But oh my god, her and her friends every sleepover. Where are we watch <laughs> what movie we're watching tonight? Hamilton. <laughs> Whenever they come over, it ends up on for at least a half hour. <laughs> the kids know the songs big time. I cannot tell you how happy that makes me. And, and, I'm, and I'm like, <laughs> and then she saw the. So we went to the article and she saw the keychain. She goes, "Ooh, I could get the keychain and put it on my backpack." I'm like, "Yes, yes, you could." <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to do that, oh, and a carabiner in your bag, and you're going to just slide, slide them on the carabiner. Exactly. Because that's going to be the easiest way to do it. Uh, by the way, I would like to point out, I have never seen Hamilton, as I do not care for musicals. But I pretty much heard the entire soundtrack, so not by choice. <laughs> I feel like your wife being such a fan, at some point, you would have heard the whole thing in full. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Now, there is a version of the soundtrack that I do want to get. And Derek, you may be with me on this one. I want the Hamilton, the polka 
soundtrack, which is <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic worked with Lin Manuel to make to do the to do the soundtrack to the show Weird I Al might style. Be interested in that? <laughs> and it's all done Weird Al style. I'm like, yes, I want this. Yeah, I guess that's something to consider. <laughs> I, and like I said, he worked with Lin Manuel to do it. I'm like, I think we'll okay, just have to have a group watch party or group listen party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I am up for that. Um, so we don't. Well, and then I guess Funko has also got uh, one of their div- subdivisions of the company is Funko Games, uh, Battle World, which I love the concept of it, and we've talked about it over on Mighty Marvel Geeks. I have not, I have it, have not gotten into it because. Zoe and I haven't had a chance to sit down and delve, but I guess you could play it solo as well, which I have not done yet either, because I want to play it. Yeah. I want to play the game yeah. with her, but there's a Loki mega pack coming, uh-huh. and I will be doing a review on it, and I got to double check to make sure I haven't already reviewed Battleworld. If not, I got to get my Battleworld review up. <laughs> Um, so what else is coming have, from Funko? Have either of you played that that fun, Have either of you played that Funko mobile game that came out? No. Much? Uh, wait, wait. Is it the one that's kind of similar to like Candy Crush, where you match the three? Yeah. Yes, I have been mm. playing that. How is it? It's not bad. I mean, if you mm-hmm. like those type of games, because. I play Emoji Blitz, Disney Emoji Blitz. I play, um, I was playing Best Fiends for a while. Um, that one just. Oh, it's that good? Best Fiends was okay. Then got to the point, it's like, okay, I, I may mm. need to buy stuff to. And, and I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not big on buying uh, for those type of games. Right. Me either. The, the only games I've really actually spent money for has been Future Fight, Marvel Future Fight. Oh, right. And that was in the beginning because I was trying to get all the characters. And then all of a sudden they've got put out all these influx of characters, which you can only get if you do world stuff. And then they changed the format of the game some. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not spending more money on this. <laughs> I've reached my threshold. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I, as I'm looking at my phone at my games, if I spent money on anything else. Um, believe it or not, as much as I'm into Star Wars, I have not spent any money on any of the Star Wars games. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. I'm, oh, believe me, I am very impressed myself with that. <laughs> um, Most actually, impressive. Actually, no. Um, Zen Pinball. I had. I have bought some of the. I've bought some of their tables. They have the different tables. But I mean, yeah. But, but th- I, I think I feel that's, like that's, di- that's that's different, right? Yeah, that, that's that's like I buying like a DLC. Different. It's not buying right credits or or diamonds or soul gems or whatever or a costume. Right. Or, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm just looking through because I I have the Nerf prank game and I I haven't bought anything from it. Nerf prank game. Yeah. <laughs> Nerf I've prank. never heard of this. Nerf prank. Me either. You, you, your character is similar to, uh, see, I have Lego legacy as well. And I, I haven't bought anything in it as much as I want to. I, I haven't, um, pop blitz is a very cool game. Nerf pranks start off. You have a character, which you have your nerf blaster and you're shooting other people in the game it is just, but if they see you, you're caught and your round is over and you redo that round. So your goal is, is to knock out all these different people without getting caught. And then the further along you go, 
they end up. Some have blasters and some don't. So the ones with blasters, you have to shoot in between them shooting back at you. Well, I think I'm at, oh, I don't even know what level I'm at. But I'm at that point. It's like the only major guns I have left to get or costumes are all ones you pay for. I'm like, or buy their VIP package. I'm like, yep, nope. Right. That sounds really fun, though. I think but I want to doubt that. It's an interesting, it's an interesting. One, once you get going, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm kind of getting old. Um <laughs> <laughs> I have the, the snap ships game because Zoe and I got, they sent us snap, um, some of the ships. I haven't played the game for that yet, but the snap ships are cool. I've been looking into that and thinking about getting some just to see how it is. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. They are. They are. Oh, they look interesting. I don't have any here. Um, Oh, the bigger ships. I mean, we, we found, and I even mentioned this to them at holiday at play. Biggest complaint we have is some of them because the lid becomes the display stand on the mm. boxes. Some of them, the ship balances just right. There's that balance point and it'll balance just right. There's others. You're like, where do you even put this to display? And others, you put it on and it falls over no matter which way you do it. Do the mm. display stand, whether you go north, south with the or length of the ship or, or width of the ship, it doesn't balance out right. But um, there are some ships from the from the bad guy side that I love and, and that mm. Zoe has loved. And there's some from the good guy side that we absolutely love. Yeah, that line is really impressive. And they are coming out with so many more sets this year at all different sizes. And I no. think I was thinking back at just how popular it became. Yeah. And- yeah, it, it really just blew up. That's amazing. I mean, and, and they're so awesome. And the fact that you can build three out of one kit. Mm, really? Huh. Um, we have almost thought about going the Lego route and getting a couple kits and seeing if we could kit bash and make uh, a whole new ship out of out of a, a kid that would be pretty epic because mm. i would love yeah because really. there, there's a couple there there's one from the uh the good guys and one from the bad guys that i would love to buy the two kids and merge the two together because there's pieces from one like oh i like this if it was attached to this look this right. would be cool diy snapship yeah <laughs> yeah that would be awesome um I guess going back to Nerf, and that's Hasbro. Hasbro had their investor meeting yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday, and they announced so many things. Um, There's a lot to get excited for. Even just from a content perspective in the entertainment realm, I mean, I don't know if you guys knew about the Candyland series on the Food Network last fall. Yeah, yeah. It did really well. Mm -hmm. So... I guess one show did well. They're like, let's bring all of our brands to TV. So there's going to be a Monopoly, Nerf, Play-Doh, <laughs> Easy Bake Oven, um, and <laughs> other titles in wow. TV. So e- easy I bite. guess we can easy- start seeing them roll out next year. It's the Easy Bake Oven show starring Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. So many different ways you can go with that. I mean, in my mind, the only way you can do it right is to just make a gourmet meal out of an Easy Bake Oven, right? That's what I was thinking, too. And then I'm thinking, how how impossible is that going to be? <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I'm, I'm looking at my time. I know we still got a lot to talk. Let me take a quick break for, um, for our sponsor, Mark Went Coaching, and we will be right back after this. 
Have you ever wanted to deeply connect with someone the way Vision does with Scarlet Witch? Or be the stand-up guy like Cyclops is for Jean Grey? Well, you don't have to be fused to an Infinity Stone or be the leader of a superhero team to have the kind of relationships in life we all long for. Mark Went is a men's wisdom coach, and after people work with him, they have the confidence, emotional intelligence, and communication skills they need to be the heroes of their own story. To find out more, go to markwentcoaching.com. That's M-A-R-C-W-E-N-D-T coaching.com. I'm El Capitano. And we're back. So we're talking to Hasbro. And uh, my favorite. We talked about there's the different board games coming to TV. Now, question is with the Monopoly game, if you land at at, uh, at Baltic Avenue, do you get a free Happy Meal? <laughs> Let's hope. Oh, wait. It's not sponsored by McDonald's, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so I you thought you were going to ask if you land and go to jail if they actually put you in jail. Oh, that could be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's a given. So Dungeons and Dragon is, Dragons is also getting a film from Paramount. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it's also going to get an animated series on Netflix. Um, G.I. Joe, we all know that Snake Eyes is coming this year. Oh, that's but, right. The movie is coming. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> um, now, but there's all- yeah. now, Snake Eyes is supposed, to, is supposed to be a reboot of the franchise, correct? Correct. Yeah. So this is just the beginning of yes a whole lot no. of G.I. Joe. Because it's still, it's still, it's based on the same Snake Eyes, right? But Right. But it's supposed to be a reboot so they could start. So okay. Hasbro could start their Hasbro universe and tie in and tie in G.I. Joe, Power Rangers, uh, Visionaries. Uh, supposedly Mask is going to be involved. And I think Micronauts are supposed to be in this as well, in this franchise uh, or in this universe. Yeah. If I, I remember so. right. Yeah. Maybe. I'm one of the few people I know who actually had Visionary toys. I may have. I don't remember. Or my brother may have. I just don't remember. I know he had Silverhawk stuff. Oh, I had a few Silverhawks. Yeah, those are great. So, yeah, so we're going to get a movie this year. And Amazon Prime is also going to come out with a live action original G.I. Joe series. That is really going to be focused on Lady J. Oh, sweet. Right. I just saw that. Now, are they bringing back? Now is. um, Yeah. They bring back. What's her name from from the movie? Uh, Of course, she was uh, in S.H.I.E.L.D. and she was also. Adrian Palicki. Palicki. Yeah. Who who was the third live action Wonder Woman? Yeah. Because of her TV show. Technically, yes. Which wasn't <laughs> horrible. No, the pilot wasn't bad. Pedro Pascal no. was in it as well. Yeah. Now the you you know who the first live action Wonder Woman was. Yes. But I Kathy it's Rigby. on the tip of my tongue. Kathy Rigby. <laughs> yeah. I'm having a I still need to go DC to their uh yes. to their movies on order and get that Wonder Woman and the uh Justice League mm-hmm. or the Legends of Superheroes, which is the uh first hour which the first hour is 
was the roasting of a retiring yep. superhero. Yes. It was so corny and so cheesy in the 70s, but it was uh, great. Yeah, it was. It was great. <laughs> and it still had Adam West and Burt Ward in it. And Frank yep. Gorshin as Riddler. Yes. That's yes, what sold me. Of course. I met Frank Gorshin. He's so <laughs> awesome. He was so awesome. Um, I love hearing about nice celebrities. <laughs> what? What other yeah. what other toys are are coming out from Hasbro that so um okay so they are working on Power Rangers still so they're working on two seasons of Dino Fury in production so Hasbro is going to have its whole like six inch Power Rangers line based on the Dino Fury series um the Lightning Collection I haven't heard about anything new from them but. It's kind of funny because with Dino Fury, they're explaining how it's it's kind of a big deal because the Power Rangers are back in spandex. <laughs> so <laughs> you're going to see them have like a, the figures are going to have that kind of look too. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Maybe that's funny. Power, Power Rangers are going to become a sellout in Brazil. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so working, be- working for Disney when the Brazilians would come up is like, ah, Brazil, the land of spandex. <laughs> yeah so um they're also gonna have index rangers new products coming out in the fall so we're gonna have a new morpher a new weapons and power-offs new dinosaurs and there's gonna be a new morphin megazord so you're gonna combine all the figures to create different versions of the megazord depending on what kind of battle you're having so that's pretty cool and they also tease some pretty um, badass villains, so I'm excited to hear about that. Now, Jason they, David, um, Jason David Frank's involved in this, isn't he? I believe so. Weren't they doing something with the, the Turtles crossover that they did in the comics? Power Rangers and Turtles. Yeah, I thought I thought James I thought had James mentioned, mentioned something that, yeah. about that. If James said it, then it's happening. <laughs> That's my thought. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now Marvel and Hasbro, what yeah. are we looking at with the retro line is, is looking great. Uh, we actually know the person who personally, he's a good friend of the show, uh, well of Wookie radio and mighty Marvel geeks, uh, who's been doing that. He's never been on this show. Has- no, we need to correct that. Don't we? Yes, we do. Um, but he, he's also a part-time co-host of Wiki Radio and Mighty Marvel Geeks. And he's the man behind the art on the retro cards. And that's John Tyler Christopher. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, I have said many times. He's a great guy. I wish Hasbro would just sell the cards alone separate i would be all over that i mean i understand I, why they don't because they don't want scalpers Yeah, you know, they don't want that re- right i'm like no right i, w- I would love to have his prince or something though i was yeah. just gonna say i would love to have a poster of any of them yeah see or a poster of all of them. Ayo. like a <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. Yes. Uh, Star Wars. One of the two Star Wars celebrations I went to, uh, they handed out each day a different Star Wars vintage card back that was hologrammed. Oh, or wow. had had like a hologram layer on it or almost like a metallic layer to it or shimmer. Uh, for and each one was a different character. I have those, and I'm I'm working on getting a frame to put them all in. I'm trying to figure out the best way to do it. Um, but it's in my works, and and, and that was like one of the biggest things 
is I have a card with no that has never seen adhesive or bubble at all. And to me, this is art. I would love to get that with these others, especially with the Marvel retro stuff. I would love to have all that. Yeah, that's a really good point. I just love the packaging, too. I mean, it just brings you back, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I would do I would do the same thing with some of the old uh, Mego, which we'll get into Mego here in a bit. Um, so with Marvel, any what what has been what did they potentially announce for Marvel um, in the way of like the Eternals or Falcon and Winter Soldier? Because we know they haven't really done anything for WandaVision. They haven't, which is such a shame, but unfortunately, they have still kept a lot of that information under wraps. I think that with the lack of a big Toy Mm. Fair event, that they're holding on to these releases until closer to the when like the streaming service or the movie is going to come out in theater just to, you know, generate more excitement around the release dates. So mm. I expect that we'll see a lot more coming from them throughout the year, especially since Hasbro specifically does their fan Fridays. So they live stream and they do a couple announcements. So I think there's a lot coming down the pike that we just don't know about yet. So let okay, let me ask this question then. This time last year, around this time last year, yeah, there was the big push of the Black Widow product with the movie slated to come out roughly two months from now. Yeah, if this was 2020. There was that big push of we're starting to see figures, the Marvel Legends stuff, uh, the regular uh, Hasbro, whatever their smaller scale is, because I know it's not the three and three quarter inch. It's Legend 6, what was it, 4-inch, four, 4 or 5-inch that they do as well with Marvel? I think it's like 4, yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, Black Widow's not coming out, but there's all this merch that just kind of quietly goes off into the sunset. Are they doing anything new for Black Widow since it's supposed to drop in about two and a half months? So this is the unfortunate thing that came out of all the entertainment releases being shifted and moved back because it caused this huge disruption in the merchandise being ready, but the theaters holding it and not wanting to, you know, release their content yet. So I think it sucks that Marvel held on to Black Widow for so long, but I understand why they did. I think they should have um, released it on Disney Plus last year. But yeah. yeah, like you're saying, I would pay, I would pay Premier Access for it. I would too. I'd pay the thirty dollars. I'd pay yeah. the price thirty dollars. I know, me too. <laughs> Tax um, write off for for the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you think. Hey, it's it's. Anytime I go to a movie, it's a tax write-off because of the nature of my business. Because I, it's research, it's job research. It is I'm job in, research. I'm in entertainment. I, I think did, I did the throw the podcast on top of that. <laughs> yeah, it's big time. Yeah, so we saw a big disrupt disruption in the way that people were not buying products to line up with the entertainment releases, and Black Widow was definitely a byproduct of that. So these toys just like casually started showing up on shelves during a time when people were not out shopping. And I hope that they still do a big push. But as far as I know, there is nothing new for this year that is coming out. I think that they're going to use the product that is available now, if they're going to do any marketing for it. Um, 
which is such a shame, but. Okay. So did they pull, once they realized it wasn't coming out, did they pull the stuff off the shelves to pull no, it, it, to hold it back or it's, everything got sold off? Everything, everything was released and ready for purchase. So, so first round went out and then I, anything else has been is potentially being held on to. Yeah. I feel like, um, like Black Widow, not necessarily that it's been forgotten by the public, but that it, it's, it's. It's not on the forefront. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think like, you're right. I feel like people are more looking. I mean, what are we all talking about right now? All we care about is WandaVision right now. The next thing we're going to talk about is yeah. in the Winter Soldier. And, I mean, no one's really talking about Black Widow because we're all just going to, you know, think about the Eternal. Right. We're, we're in wait and see. Yeah. Well, right. of course, when Wonder Woman 84 came out, everyone's going, Disney, why can't you do this? And you're still going to make, and even if you do it on Disney Plus with the premium, it's going to make money because people are sick and tired of waiting for the film. Right. And now they're saying right. Spider-Man Home Alone. I'm sorry, that's trademarked. Um, uh, Spider-Man Spider Home. I think that's trademarked too. Oh, darn it. Uh, Spider-Man. There's no place like it now. That's trademarked. Spider-Man No Way Home. There you go. No way home. Um, Homeward bound. Nope. <laughs> Homeschooled. <laughs> I like home that. Home Alone 2. Spider-Man Home Alone 2. I, Electric I, Boogaloo. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, I, I like the homeschooled. But then again, I, I, I like the other, the other ones, which I think they even mentioned on the board. Spider-Man stuck at home. <laughs> Wait, that was that's epic. Wait, can I, can I interject real quick? I have to tell you this theory I saw the other day. Uh -oh. um, okay, so you know on the whiteboard when they're zooming in, um, apparently someone noticed that the web around the title in the middle is in the shape of Puerto Rico. So people are taking that as a sign for Miles Morales to show up. <laughs> there was also... A hex. Yes. But here, here's the funny thing. At Avengers Academy in Disneyland, the Spider-Man attraction is called Web. Four. I've got. And I have a joys of being of working for the company. I have access to the WDI company shop. Oh, we got Mr. Fancy Pants over here. And I got this really cool <laughs> pen. <laughs> the grip almost looks like a, a spider web, sort of. Oh, yeah, that's sick. It's got a stylus on the other end, but it's the Worldwide, worldwide Engineering Brigade, or web for short. Uh, and that's the Spider-Man uh, attraction at Avengers Academy in Disneyland. Well, the logo, the spider, the spider logo in this has a hexagon. <gasps> that that I could get that T-shirt from the WDI shop. And that shirt was out before WandaVision was ever released. It was available on that store with the hexagon. I don't, I'm speechless. I don't know. What? To, why, why are they doing this to me? <laughs> Just me. <laughs> Just to mess with your mind. <laughs> Took a picture of it. Uh, no. 
Oh, no, canceled. I don't know how well you see it. Oh, wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm, I want that shirt. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> it is a great design. So well, that's sold out now. Actually, no. <laughs> it's not. I could get it for under 15 bucks. Oh, not bad. And that's that, a great price. And then there's a Avengers Campus Quinjet shirt, which I can also <gasps> get for under 15 bucks. And they have yeah, them in my size. You. I'll bend for you. <laughs> 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 I cannot wait for the world to open back up because I am dying to go to Galaxy's Edge and Avengers Campus. I w- I wish we had Avengers Campus down here. When is it? It's but they're building one, right? Not in Florida. They, they <gasps> oh, can't. No. They can't. Because right now Universal owns the theme park rights for Marvel east of the Mississippi. Wow. Okay, I guess I'm going to California. <laughs> Is there any, any is there any idea how much longer they'll have the rights? Uh, I think it's open ended until either Universal uh, says nope or they don't do anything to enhance Marvel Island. And right mm. now, the last thing they did to yeah. to keep to keep it keep it from resor- resorting back to Disney is they redid the Hulk ride. Mm. They gave it a complete makeover. But interesting, or unless has somehow Disney pulls something out of their behinds and now, interesting, makes some kind of crazy deal. Interesting trivia: Originally, Marvel Island was not supposed to be Marvel Island. Is it? If you, if you've ever been to Universal Islands of Adventure and walked through there, I have. It does not look like a New York City. No, and, there, and there's a lot of manhole covers around. Well, there's another universe that uses a lot of manhole covers in, in its representation. Turtles? It was supposed to be Gotham City. It was supposed to be, oh. it was supposed to be Batman. Batman themed. Hmm. And DC themed. It was supposed to be Gotham. That's why it has more of a Gotham hmm. look to it. Really think about it. It does New York City. So that is a fun trivia. But they couldn't get the they couldn't get the Warner Brother rights for it from Six Flags. Six Flags had just renewed right as they were starting to negotiate. Mm. So but it's okay. Universal's Islands of Adventure, they there's quite a few franchises. Well, between the two parks, there's quite a few franchises that uh Disney gets royalty payments from Marvel Island, Simpsons, Men in Black. So I miss on these rides. Then I won't tell you January sixteenth I was in Hogwarts. Oh <laughs> I was in Hogsmeade, Road Hogwarts Express. I'm making ungodly noises right now. Oh my goodness. That's mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> and then shortly after that, I was two weeks later, I was in Galaxy's Edge for for my fourth time. Is it as amazing as it looks? It's amazing enough. Last August, I burned a comp ticket since we are blacked out as cast members. Um, mm-hmm. I burned a comp ticket to spend my 50th birthday there. Oh, that's and fi- amazing. And finally rode Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> Is it a great ride? I enjoy it. I enjoy it. There's a lot of people who ride it and they go, really? That was it? Like, you don't understand the technology behind this. That's what I'm There's saying. There's four they- different ride systems in this ride. Yeah. I feel like all the new rides. What are, are they expecting? More, but I mean, there, there's quite a bit in there, and, and the show is incredible. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you go through thinking, okay, I am in this universe, I have been captured by the First Order, and we're trying to get off the ship, yeah, it's pretty cool, and it's very right. open spaced as well, which is wild. It's like, that okay, is- you see all these cars, you know, you, it, it, it's 
it's impressive for you know it looks like you're in a star destroyer in in a in a transport mm-hmm. trying I'm to sure get off people complain about everything so they do, they do. <laughs> oh yeah um if there's something in the world there's somebody to complain about it let's make you complain how about uh two toys that got lots of complaints recently uh we can start with mr potato head Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I just saw that today. Like, really? My official stance is that it's a potato. <laughs> it's a potato. Um, I truly feel like the Hasbro executive team was like, yeah, we're going to do something nice. We're going to give it a nice new logo, cut, cut the mister, make it more inclusive. And then they made this announcement and everyone just flipped out. I know. So. I did. I'm looking, I'm looking at my Star I can't Wars think ones. Of anything I like, care about less. I'm like, whatever. I'm looking at my Star Wars ones, and they do say Mr. Potato. I so I think it. people got angry because they didn't know the whole story because of the way it was framed on social to like go viral. There will still be mm. a Potato Head. Mrs. Potato Head also still exists. It's just that the whole, the brand as a whole is just called Potato Head. There right. will be no did more. I see a some kind of baby potato head, or was that my imagination? A little spud, <laughs> no, yes. You saw the spud? Yeah. I, I, I saw a quick picture of it, and I was like, what the? <laughs> and, and the spud's been out for years. Has it? I've never seen it before. Yeah. I mean, it, I know it's been out, because um, I want to say the R2, the, the old Star Wars R2-D2 mashup, and Yoda uses the smaller potato, more of the spud potato. Mm. Oh, yeah, you might be right. Because I'm looking at my Yoda yet now, and it is smaller, yeah. yeah. R2 is the same, same way. Looking at looking. Um, but the difference is in the past, all of them were labeled Mr. Potato Head. Now the, mm-hmm. the word Mr. or the word Mrs. is being dropped from the packaging. It's just Potato Head. Now, see, people are looking at it the wrong way because now the old stuff that has Mr. and Mrs. on it, that's all collectible now. Yep. They did you a favor. My Star Wars stuff, exactly. just, my Star Wars stuff just went up a third of a, <laughs> a, third of a dollar. Exactly. <laughs> and I, have, I have R2, I have Chew, I have Boba Fett, Vader. Oh, wow, you have them all. Do you have BB 8? I have the Spud Troop. I've, uh, I've only got the Yoda and the Darth Tater. Darth Tater? That's what he's called, yeah. I do not have Han Solo, I do not have the Leia, and I do not have Luke. And I think there was a clone, there was a own troop. I thought I had Boba Fett, but I don't see him in my Boba Fett section. Yeah, I got, I got Boba, Spud, Darth. Chewy, which is Chipmaka. And then um, my sister in law found some wild to have him. So I love a good potato pun. Yeah. I wanted to get some of the Marvel ones too, because there was a uh, Spider Man. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember the rest. I think, think there was a, I want to say there was a Captain America. I bet there was an Iron Man. It definitely had Iron Man, Thor. I think they had the core Avengers, Hulk. Yeah. Let's see. Marvel Mr. Petito Head. Try to find the list. Check it for images. Yeah, because I'm seeing... Oh, they even had some... They had some play school ones, too. Marvel Potato Heads. 
Yeah. Captain America and Falcon. See, some of these, I don't I don't know how much I trust the pictures. Because I see a Black yeah. Panther and a Hawkeye and Wolverine. Well, I'm looking uh, at, like, f- official store sites now. Yeah, I can't find uh, it. They had... Of course, they have a Deadpool one. (laughs) I do have a Deadpool Labbit from Kid Robot. Black Widow. They have a Doctor Strange potato head. I love Doctor Strange. I need his potato (laughs) form. Me too. (laughs) I I want the Spider-Man. They have a Princess Leia in bikini potato head. (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't ever remember that one. Uh, It's on the... The Target website, uh, Deadpool, a Predator, The Wicked Witch, and Dorothy. Eh. I didn't know they had so many of these potato heads. Yeah, oh, yeah. sure. Uh, like Funko Pops, you can just get anything that's in pop culture. You can just <laughs> slap it on a potato. <laughs> and, to, and, to think that, uh, and to think that this was originally a toy that was just accessories to th- put on an actual potato. A real potato, not heckin' potato. <laughs> yeah, potato, not included. I'm just, I just can't help but laugh at like the meeting. In like 1960, where all the Hasbro executives were like, "What if we just gave them a plastic potato?" <laughs> well, the original one, you know. But yeah, here is see this face. It's got eyes and stuff. You go to store, you buy a potato. <laughs> face on the potato, Mr. Potato Head. And the rest was history. Yeah. <laughs> Next, I'm going to show you my pet rock. <laughs> So um, the other one that I guess made waves today was a like build brick company called Kobe. Oh goodness, yeah. Yeah, um, you were hoping I didn't go there, didn't you? <laughs> you found it. Um, yeah. So unfortunately, we caught wind of a construction toy company that's based in Europe, but they sell internationally um, called Kobe, and they released an item in their historical collection called the 1938 Mercedes 770. So what this is, is a vehicle based on what, um, I don't, I'm just going to say it, what Nazi leaders were driving and third Reich staff cars. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and the vehicle, okay. has, the vehicle has flags with, the Iron Cross on it, and the figures that they come with oh, are wow. actually based on real people. So one of them is was based on, I'm not even going to say his name, but a field marshal who led one of the armies um, during World War II. And there was a second set that they also had released that they announced a couple weeks ago. And um, the company totally stands by it. Um, we actually reported, my colleague James reported about it first, on the toy book and you know this is a very sensitive topic in this political climate and we did reach out to the company for comment and they they completely stand by their decision to to make this these sets and now i after i saw the story i did go um to their website okay cool the i mean they didn't have these new sets but they did have um like the tanks and, co- and aircraft i'm like okay this is cool if you're building a you know if you're doing a diorama lego diorama or a brick fair like diorama and you're trying to recreate scene out of uh 
Saving Private Ryan or something like that. And, and there's a few other companies that make third party, they, they're third party companies that buy a bunch of Lego bricks and make their own kits for sale. I think Brick Warriors is one of those. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the the kits with the of uh, just the staff car and, and maybe having a driver. OK, cool. That's I don't I don't think that would have been the problem when they turn around and put in a specific officer or member of Hitler's staff. That's where okay. the problem came in. Do is is it is this like some kind of labeled as some kind of historical line or something, or is it just it is. They've had a historical collection. I don't even know. It's probably been around for as long as the company has existed. So it is part of that line. Um, and the thing that really gets me is that each of these sets has two versions. And the limited edition version or the special versions are the one that has the flags, the specific figureheads. And I don't, it just unsettles uh, me to no end. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's... Uh, Again, I mean, having having seen stuff on like Brick Warrior where they've had some of the same stuff, being Jewish myself, it doesn't bother me because I grew up getting, you know, the die cast cars and whatnot. And, you know, a lot of it was you play war, you play war, you got to have your good guys, you got to have your bad guys. With this, when I saw when I saw this story come out from James, my issue was. They put in specific named mm. staff members. Right. And some staff members that I know have ties to the Holocaust, which really makes me question why they did this, considering this is a Polish company. Thank Polish. you. And, and as a Polish company, and, and of course, Poland wow. has so many camps in it as well. Why did they go right. as far as putting representation or representation of actual staff members of the third Reich, higher ups of the third Reich. And what, what, at one point, when did they, you know, how did they not realize that it would be an issue or do they not care or did they hope it would, you know, free advertising? They realized it was, they realized it was an issue after Instagram (laughs) laid into them today. Yeah. Yeah, Well, a little little late. Um, and to your point before I like to realize it then. Yeah. The the most unsettling thing to me is that okay, yeah, you can play war and you can have a good by good guys and bad guys. But in these sets, there is no bad guy. These sets are made for kids. And you don't know. They're, they're just smiling. They're, they look like perfectly happy people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you also wonder how the kid, you know, these kids that get it and play with it, are they going to have, they're not going to have any real clue, are they? Like what it is, what it, you know, the history yeah. behind it. Looking, looking at their website. Um, now, mind you, they, they do have other military vehicles. Um, sure. Well, but they have other vehicles in general. Right. Uh, trying to, I'm heading to their site just so I can pull this up. But uh, in the sets that are being complained about, I mean, there are, there's there's a British bomber. Uh, there's a, the Messerschmitt jet plane. Um, there, there's a, there's an American C-47 Skytrain, Skytrain 
between Dakota, which was you know a paratroop plane. Um, you know that's just in war planes or W two uh, World War two planes. I mean they they have representations of the different countries. Uh, for the tanks, they have a Matilda tank, which I don't know who had that. There's a a German Panzer, a Strom Panzer, a Sherman Firefly. Uh, which Sherman Firefly was the U S tank. Um, I think some of these. I don't mind because some of them are tie-ins with uh, World of Tanks, World of Ships. So there's a licensing deal there. Um, but it's, I don't know, to go to the staff car. Has, has there been any response from these this company on this or are they keeping quiet? They, 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 right pulled, they pulled the pre-orders. Yeah, okay. They pulled okay. it completely off their website. Right. Now they they also have a space shuttle Discovery and Boeing Starliner crew capsule mm. on here. Which the Starliner, <laughs> they have the capsule, may you know where you can make it. It hasn't. I don't even think it's been launched yet. It hasn't even made it on top of a, a rocket to be launched. Boeing's still working mm. on it. Um, I mean, I'm looking at their site. I mean, there's some cool kits on here. And so, and a lot of these kits I am not upset about because, I mean, I know my dad. Oh, the lunar module set looks cool. Sorry. Um I mean, there's a there's a hum there's a hum V on as a as a set. Um, I mean, some of these, you know, my dad got the old uh, models and made models of U.S. and German tanks from World War II. But then again, he also mm-hmm. made them. So afterwards, we went out to the quarry and with pellet guns or with the twenty two, we went and shot them up. So I mean, that was that as well. But um, I mean, some of these I don't. I don't mind that they're made because, you know, some of these tanks with the bricks make cool looking vehicles and they're vehicles you don't don't regularly see. But I'm going to I'm going to go more brick warrior before I go with these guys because of the more Lego capability. Um, But a lot of these I'm not seeing. Okay, yeah, you have a tank driver, you have a couple of figures. But they represent everyone. This whole line was one that was tying in German specific staff cars and the staff car for specific German Nazi field marshals, generals, etc. Mm. That that was the mistake. Yeah. Oh, they actually have the Top Gun Mustang uh, Hornet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do have a Top Gun license. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Yeah, I, I think the distinction... For now, at least, until... <laughs> right. I think this was just... I mean, the concept was, was keen. Let's make the vehicle, because it's, it's a cool-looking vehicle. Um, I just think they took it over over the edge by doing the, yeah, the figures it, with it. Why? That was the stupidity. Why would I don't hardly agree. And, I mean, James was James brought up a great point when him and I were discussing this pretty much all day up until this article was published, um, is that you don't give kids a Nazi toy in their hand or a Nazi-inspired toy or a theme toy. Um, mm. I know much about World War II and the events that transpired without having to play with toys, right? Like, we read everything about it. But what James said is that, you know, we're familiar with these types of 
groups in has uh, in Marvel and in GI Joe. I mean, we have Cobra, we have different names for them. We have Hydra. So we're not right. we're addressing that there's a villainous entity, but we're not telling you, oh, these are Nazis. We're we're giving them a different name, you know? Right. Yeah, even though like technically Hydra is are Nazis, but right. Well, it, it's like labeling with Star Wars that technically the Empire is or the Nazis, you know, comparison wise. There, there, yeah. there's that comparison there, or that maybe not Nazis, but they're the Axis. You know, if you give it a World War II comparison. Yeah. Uh, same thing with the First Order. It's almost a First Order is closer to a a Russian vibe from the Cold War than, um, but it's it's still. There, there's the good and the bad. Um, again, you know, some of these, I mean, we have video games like World of Tanks where you could choose a, a tank from different eras from different countries, whether it was good or bad. Um, right, but you're I, not choosing the, the people. Right. And I, th- I think looking at a lot of these kits, um, just opening that link to uh, like their, their uh, Panzer tank that looks like it was one that was used in the African campaign. The figure in it just says tank commander. Cool. Tank commander. Right. Awesome. Right. You're, you're just giving me a generic German soldier. Cool. You get that in plastic army men. You get your, your good guys, your bad guys. And I, I'm sure you guys probably said the same thing that the, and I know I'm in a loop on this. When you point out you're, you're giving a kid a toy you're saying, even though it wasn't one models, but we'll use it for the example here you go you could buy hitler staff car complete with hitler and his personal chauffeur ss chauffeur yeah no that's probably a bad idea Mm. especially like 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 if you like with with this thing and i don't whoever they i don't really care who they had on it but you know if you name these people then there's also the possibility that a kid will get it and say oh who are these people let me look them up Right. Now, I have no problems people looking up who they are to learn the atro- the atrocities that they brought to the world. So you mm-hmm. learn not to do it again. But to to um, put them in toy form to sensationalize what they did is wrong. Right. And I know I know that sounds wrong when I'm sitting here praising, but it's okay to buy the German tank with the tank commander. Yeah, yeah, that's but that's but, that's a whole different. There's thing. a certain line that was crossed here. The, right, exactly. Yeah. There's a line that was crossed because if you feel bad, I mean, if you're a parent and you're feel your your child wants the tank because the tank looks cool, cool. Take the stickers out of the package and and throw away any insignia that's on it, and then they have a generic right. tank that looks cool to that kid and just happens right. to be inspired by ones that were used by the German military, but you would never know because you threw away the, the insignia. But if you're going to do that, be just and throw away the ones for, from the U S and the Soviet and the British tanks as well. Just let them have sure. blank canvas tanks. Mm-hmm. Period. That's all they really care about anyway. I mean, if I, if I'm a kid, you give me a tank. Cool. I don't care who's, who's driving the tank. I just, just want to play with the tank unless it was gi joe that's a different 
those are characters, made up characters. Right, right. And, and there is a difference with the, the made up characters. Right. So, well, I guess to get off our <clears throat> high horse and get in, having gotten all that out of the way, <laughs> um, <laughs> where else do we go next that may be a big, big thing coming up in toys? Um, do we go Mattel? We could, we should, yes. <laughs> Let's talk about Masters of the Universe. Ah, yes. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, so I'm... The Origins figures are available now. There are a lot of them at retail in a lot of places. So what we're going to see coming out this year is uh, designs based on the Netflix animated series, He-Man and the Universe. By Kevin Smith. Did you see that image they put out of He-Man on Battle Cat? I did. Yeah. Have and you how crazy Battle Cat looks? Have you heard the theme for for the transition that no. Kevin Smith played? No. Oh, the guy he's got doing the doing the music for the show, amazing. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, there's so much Masters of the Universe content coming out. I mean, we're gonna have Masters Masters of the Universe Revelation, um, which is that more you know adult focused series. Um, that's going to have a companion line, too, and that's similar to what we're seeing with Origins right now. Um, but we're going to see all these products come out later this year. Um, obviously, the, the He-Man on Battle Cat was just a tease, but I think that we're going to see a lot more from that line in a couple of months. Like I think summertime, we're going to get to see more figures and what they have coming down the pike for that. And... For the Revelation line, definitely this fall. So there's so much content coming out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Um, so because I am a Harry Potter nerd, do you guys know about Pictionary Air? No. Okay. So oh, Pictionary Air came out. I've heard of it. Yeah. So that one came out about a couple of years ago, and it kind of digitizes the whole Pictionary experience. So you can download an right. app on your phone or your tablet. And it comes with this pen that when you press a button, you draw in the air and then that shows up on the tablet. So it's kind of like you kind of look like a crazy person when you're drawing in the air and you also don't know what you, have, what you drew or if you're connecting the lines. So that is one of my favorites that came out. But this year they're going to have Harry Potter Pictionary Air, which I think is genius because they're going to take that pen and they're going to turn into a wand. Oh, jeez. So it looks like you're going to be, you know, drawing <laughs> with your wand. My daughter has two interactive wands that work at Universal. And you know what shows my age is that when I got my wand the first time I went to Harry Potter, the Wizarding, Wizarding World, is that it didn't have the interactive features yet. <laughs> <laughs> we we paid the we we paid the, the higher price to get the one that was interactive and uh first one she has is uh hermani yes given yes the second one that she just got is the one who's the um she has a purple hair and it's a shapeshifter oh yeah um uh why is it luna no, it's not Luna. No, uh, Professor Trelawney. No. Um. Oh. Purple shoot. Hair the, 
her wand looks like um almost looks like a snake. Oh my gosh, is it Nymphadora? Yes. Tonks? Oh my god. Yeah, she has Nymphadora's wand. She loves she took her her, her her money wand when she got the Nymphadora. She goes, okay, I need to put this in the backpack because I'm going to be using this one. And that's Aww. her favorite That's her favorite Aww. wand is that one. That's so sweet. So and she's, she's going to be obsessed with this one. And, and, and she she's kind of a sucker for it anyway because the, there's the blind pack miniature wands that are in the box. And she has Nymphadora's wand in that as well. So she's got the little mini and the official. That's such a cool collection. So, okay. I want to talk about this is actually pretty crazy. So, this is not quite a toy that you can get, but it has a little backstory to it. So, in Mattel's showroom at Toy Fair at the Javits Center, instead of having a booth on the show floor along with the other companies, they have this special section in the Crystal Palace, it's called. And it's just like this giant space where they have different sections showing off different brands. So last year, when we still were able to gather at Toy Fair, obviously the child, now that we know him as Grogu, (laughs) um, all those new products were starting to come out. And at the time, Mattel only had that 10-inch plush. Right. So they had him at Toy Fair, but the cool thing is is that they had this great display of him where he's sitting in his pram, and they had engineered some sort of magic that it looked like he was actually hovering in the air. So what they did is they have this model still, and they partnered with Project Art, to auction off this ultra rare floating hover pram on eBay. Um, oh, I saw that. Yeah. I saw so something when, on that. When I saw it earlier today, it had 45 bids at 3200 but I'm looking at it right now, and there has been 67 bids currently at $7,000. Oh, jeez. Wow. I know. So, I mean, all the proceeds are going to Project Art, and it's a great program that partners with public libraries across the country to offer free after-school classes for kids. But can you imagine <laughs> paying seven thousand dollars? And this is this is going to be up for a whole week. So, who knows what the final bid is going to be? Uh, it's going to be insane. Yeah. Yes. But for people like me who don't have thousands and thousands of dollars for this ultra rare (laughs) version they're gonna have a follow-up to their 10 inch plush with it's called the child collectors edition plush with hover pram so this time it includes a plush grogu a control knob um chowder squid accessories (laughs) and a pram (laughs) this one doesn't hover but you do have um motorized doors that open and close with the touch of a button so that one's going to be pretty cool. Um, so this is actually coming out on March 5th and will only be available for a week in limited quantities until March 12th. <laughs> so okay. that will be interesting. Um, and then on the Barbie side, uh, Mattel is reopening its Star Wars Barbie dolls. So we have Barbie dolls inspired by Ray, C-3PO, and Stormtroopers, and that's going to be available also on March 5th for unlimited time, too. 
Okay. Now, didn't the 10 inch plush of Grogu win Toy of the Year? Um, Hasbro's version won Toy of the Year, okay. but the plush for Mattel won plush Toy of the Year. Okay. Now, which one from Hasbro won? Is it the remote control one? No, that that's actually Mattel's. It's so it's so hard is to it? Keep yeah, that that it is, yeah. So the one that was the shop Disney exclu- the the Disney exclusive available at Shop yeah. Disney in the parks. That's made by Mattel? Yeah. Have you seen it in person? I haven't seen it in person, but I've seen it in action. And I mean, in my opinion, I think it's better than Hasbro's animatronic one because it does so much more. It's awesome in person. Zoe has it. Yeah. Uh, it has the hide and seek feature where you go into another room and enable the hide and seek, go into another room. It will come find you. It will. It has follow mode uh, where you can walk down the sidewalk and have it automatically follow with you without oh having to mess with the remote. Um, the only complaint with it is you can hear the mechanics work. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, but she loves it because she adds it to her, her long list of remote control <laughs> toys because she also has a, uh, um, she finally got her mouse droid from Disney. So she has a BB-8, she has oh, a mouse cool. droid, uh, her Grogu, and then I have the Hasbro Bluetooth R2. It's the smaller yeah. one. I have a build a, a Droid Depot droid, like her BB-8, but I have an, a regular Astromech. And then uh, a friend of mine uh, who is a teacher, they had a whole bunch. She goes, well, I'm not using these anymore. You want one for your birthday? I have a Sphero BB-8. I have a clean. I have a clean. Clean's not interactive, voice interactive. I need to get the dirty one for that. But I have I have a clean one. And he sits in the charger on my computer desk. And it's, so fun, and it's so fun watching him spin his head around. He moves. He moves in this. His head moves around. I love the Sphero BB-8. When that first came out, when we didn't even know what BB-8 was yet before the yeah. movie came out, like, this is my dude. I love you. <laughs> yeah, it was a game changer. So, yeah, for for me, um, I would love to get the others. I would love to get the BB-9E and the uh, and the dirty one. And I need to get the Force Band. Right. Uh, Doesn't the Force Band come with one of them? I think it, I think it may. I think there was one where you could pay for. Uh, mm. It was a package deal where you could get one. I think it was the dirty BB-8 with the uh, with the Force Band was a, a package option. But still would love to. I almost like those better than the Sphero Astromex that they had. The, their ball units made sense because it goes with the rest of their toys. When they did the Astromex, it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> R2 is great, but Hasbro, I'm sorry, beat you to it, and it looks better. Right. And then, and then oh, I can't remember the name of the uh, the R2, the the Imperial R2. Ninety, BB ninety. No, that uh, that was the the BB nine E. It's the ball droid. There's, uh, I think it's R two R two Q something Q five. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, oh, I think it's R two Q five. Yeah, the one that's all black, right? Yeah, the black and copper. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I agree with you. It really worked with um 
BB-8 because it's what it's literally Sphero. It's in the name. It's in the company name. <laughs> but then the other ones with the best <laughs> well, it, opportunity. And Sphero helped design it too, if yeah. I remember right. So that, that was the other cool part because they actually helped design it and then made the larger version, which the re, the remote control large scale one that rolled out at Celebration that first time at Celebration Anaheim. It's the first time it was a non-puppet to appear in person. It was an actual remote unit, and it was made through the help of Sphero. It's very cool. Yeah, very much so. Um, so we talked Mattel. Have we covered everything with Mattel, or is there still more that... For me, those are the biggest highlights so far. I think we're definitely going to see more announcements coming down throughout the year, for sure. Now, what we, we've we had um, a couple of the VPs from Playmates on the show. I'm sure you guys were ecstatic to see that on our list. Like, they got Playmates? Um, <laughs> what's coming from Playmates? I know that Playmates is for, I mean, this is for most more kids, but they're really doing well with their miraculous line um, of, you know, Ladybug and Cat Noir. They're coming out with a fashion doll line. And I know that's really big for them. Um, a surprise license for me that actually did really well for them last year, and they're going to come out with a couple more this year, is Billie Eilish. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah she has her own toy line. And last year she came out with a couple of figures that were fully articulated. And this year there's going to be a doll for Billie Eilish and another collectible figure too. Okay. So me personally, I th- I guess it's pretty cool for the for kids who are really big fans of her, but definitely a surprise for me. But for Playmates, what's going to do really well for them this year is um, Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, yeah. And those are awesome. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So... They're going to have Mega Monsters coming out actually in just a couple of months. I think it's an April release for this one. Um, They stand 13 inches tall and, you know, they have those battle action features, lights, sounds, and you're going to have Mega Heat Ray and Mega Punching Kong. So two (laughs) epic figures just of two icons just battling it out. But then you're going to have smaller scale 7-inch Battle Roar Monsters. So you're going to have a version for Godzilla, one for Kong. And, you know, they pretty much have the same features with lights and sounds, but at a a more manageable (laughs) size, 7 inches. Yeah, one one of the things we mentioned with them was we like the fact that their 6 and 7-inch figure lines was affordable, 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Around the yeah. $10, $12 range. Whereas Marvel Legends, Ghostbusters, G.I. Joe, uh, G.I. Joe Classified, Star Wars Black Series, 20 to 25 bucks. Yep. And, and, you know, they still got to cover the same licensing costs that Hasbro's covering. Yep. We even oh, got a two, six yeah. inch. Yes. And and the uh, the other size, too. We, we don't. <laughs> Oh no! Zoe, Zoe and I donated <laughs> the uh, the giant size ones to um, the Adventures and Geek Toy Drive. The Adventures and Giving. I still have mine. That's so sweet. Yeah, we uh, we found a local um, 
group that does a toy drive. It's called uh, Nathaniel's Hope. And one of those radio stations was working with them. And between um, donation that came from, I will not mention the editor's name, but one of the editors there at Pop Insider helped us out. And with some um, help from Zuru, which we were very thankful for the donations they gave, uh, we were able to donate over, and then a lot of the stuff that we did on our own, we donated over 150 toys to the toy drive. That's beautiful. Which is, for our first year, um, I thought we did pretty good. And it's something that we're going to do locally on our end uh, from now on with, with Avengers Geek. But I'm going to carry that into Mighty Marvel Geeks, WB Geeks, Wookiee Radio. Um, and I'm going to encourage like the likes of Derek to what find a, a group in his area for him to move toys to and no my toys i mean uh, <laughs> um I don't, I don't know if there is any other than the you know like the toys for tots i mean if it's toys for tots do toys for tots but i mean look around i mean it, it was by fluke that we happened to hear about nathaniel's hope and it's like okay this is cool because um we almost went to give kids the world to donate to their toy drive which we found out was with toys for tots and there's nothing wrong with toys for tots but we just wanted to do something that hit the local community and was more of a a local grassroots effort instead of a national effort that and, and we knew the toys that we rate that if we took them to toys for tots it still was served our area but we wanted to make sure we hit a group that really needed the help and absolutely so that's wonderful i'm so happy for you guys and that's a huge donation and i'm sure it's just going to keep growing so it will it will hats off to you and zoe it was zoe's idea oh of course so and it, again it's it's, a, it's something that i want to i'm challenging the rest of my co-hosts to find a local grassroots group to eventually work with so they could do their toy drive as well and then uh, see about setting up amazon wish lists so we could for the different groups for the different home you know, organizations will get do stuff that way that way people donate to to one of them and, and get a toy and send it to one location for us at all so if derek finds a group and you know people want to donate to that group and toys will go to him to, to take for the donation there that's beautiful i love that idea so hopefully maybe we could announce it early enough to have that maybe become a story on pop insider yeah. Right before the holidays. So, um, okay. So we've done Mattel. We've done Playmates. We've done Hasbro. Ooh. Do you want to talk about Spin Master real quick? Yeah. So oh, yeah. this is something that excited me. And I know Zoe's going to love this one. <laughs> so late last year, Spin Master announced a partnership with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So this fall, we're going to see the first products from the announcement. And honestly, I didn't know what to really expect, but I was kind of shocked um, for with, with what we got. So you know how that whole like chibi style is super popular now, especially with the Harry Potter collectibles? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Spin Master is going to release eight inch Wizarding World fashion dolls. Um, in their Hogwarts uniformed in that style. <laughs> so there's going to be Harry, Hermione, Luna, and Cho, which confuses me a bit, to be honest, because I don't know where Ron is, but I'm wondering if he's going to be like maybe an exclusive for a retailer. Um, but they're all going to have points of articulation, rooted hair, a wand accessory. So those are really cute. 
There's also going to be smaller collectibles, too, with play sets. And there's also going to be a Hedwig. Um, so we've got some stuff in the works. And I know that spin is just going to keep rolling out more. <laughs> uh, I, I can see where my money's going. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can hear the disdain in your voice. <laughs> she got she got build a bear, um, Harry Potter bear, with her with the Ravenclaw robes, Aww. and the book of monsters, and the skirt, and the the wand. Yeah, <laughs> it was supposed to have been a Ravenclaw bear, but it ended up being just the regular Harry Potter oh, okay. Hogwarts bear because yeah. they sold apparently sold out of the Ravenclaw bear, but never said anything. Oh, that's until a bummer. It arrived and I'm like. Uh, uh, we ordered a Ravenclaw. Right. Oh, we'll refund you the difference. Okay. Uh, um, but, whatever. Yeah, the Build-A-Bear licensed stuff does, never has enough stock. Yeah, but when we went to Universal in January, she ended up getting her official Ravenclaw robe. Oh my gosh, how special. Yeah, thankfully our friend who is a um, partner, or her, her company is a partner with Universal and she gets a discount we were able to get the discount on the rope yeah if those not i i don't think i would have paid that full price for it they are how much they're worth it yeah they're absolutely worth it does she wear it all the time uh when they do the harry potter uh what she well what she wore to the park that day was her the the rope she had for her costume Mm -hmm. and it it was getting i mean she could wear it but lengthwise it was a little short now she's got the full one with the the wand pocket in it and all that it's like yep okay (laughs) yeah um some of cool of, of other cool items from spin is We've seen them. We've seen what they've done with the DC license. So yeah, I've been collecting some of those, and I gotta say, they're actually they're pretty good. They're pretty good toys. I really like them too, and I'm glad you said that because I feel like for somehow they found that sweet spot where it's good for kids, it's good for that younger audience, but then collectors mm. are also enjoying it too. Yeah, um, and it's at a good price point, so. I think they're doing a phenomenal job, so I'm proud of them. <laughs> but I agree. Yeah, I was very impressed. This year, there's going to be more to collect, so they're going to have a Batman Bat Tech theme this fall. So there's going to be a 12-inch deluxe figure. Oh, and my Lord, that thing yeah, looks awesome. Yeah, he's going to have expanding bat wings, more than 20 sounds and phrases, um, and, of course, lights and sounds. Um, Imagine Batman meets Tron. Oh, my God. Yes. That's the description. Um, So that's actually coming out this spring. But I think in the fall, there's going to be more characters available in that scale. So it's pretty epic. 11 points of articulation. I mean, wow, it's pretty great. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and actually one this is this is for this is the one that you're going to want to get your kids, but I have to mention it because it's we were all blown away when we saw it for the first time. There is going to be a Batman Bat Tech transforming playset. So, you're going to have a 36-inch tall playset. It looks just like Batman. So, if you had him sitting in the corner, you would just think it's just a, this giant figure. But when kids it, you open it up and it's this full playset with different rooms, various play areas, 
There's an elevator, accessories, holy playset Batman. <laughs> it's compatible with all. I want. Uh, yeah, it's it's beautiful, and I love it. I'm obsessed with it, and it's compatible with all the four-inch figures. I want, oh, that's amazing. I want the Batman roleplay tech mask with lights. <laughs> yes. So that one, that one's really impressive, I think. Now, are they the ones with the remote control Batmobiles? They had a couple out last year, but I know the previous year Mattel was making some too. Okay. So the ones you probably are thinking of is probably the master. One thing I like about like the their Batman line is um the way the uh, the scale of like the characters like like Bane and and Killer Croc and stuff are big are bigger than you know than the Batman and stuff. They're they're good big thick chunky toys, which is cool. Yeah, you can you can like for Bane for example, you can see like his muscle and that he is yeah. definitely bigger than Batman would be. <laughs> bronze, mm-hmm. The bronze tiger that I'm seeing looks that way as well. Mm-hmm. And they have they have a King Shark toy, which right there, I'm just yeah. like, that's awesome. I oh. love King Shark. <laughs> well, I, I'm on I'm on the actual Batman part, the gauntlet and the voice changing mask. <laughs> you have to have a voice yeah. change mask. You do, because sound like Christian Bell when he's not <laughs> acting. <laughs> I don't know, depending on which voice they go with. <laughs> maybe you could sound like maybe you could sound like Kevin Conroy. That would be cool. Mm, I'm looking at the DC stuff. Shazam looks awesome. Yes, the Shazam's cool. The Superman's not bad either. Because I remember when, when I first saw these, and of course, you know, with, with these kinds of toys and stuff for the kids, they got to come out with the 20 different version of Batman. And and some of the actual Batmans, I was like, nah, I don't know about those. But yeah, uh, they, they've done some really cool stuff. They have, uh, I believe they have a, uh, a Clayface, which I still got to get. They even have Batwoman, which is cool. Yeah, I, now I don't know if it's Mattel or if it's Spin Master, but there was a Riddler that I saw that I really liked. I don't recall Riddler with Spin Master, but I could be wrong. Which, which is actually kind of strange. You think they would by now? Yeah, they have a killer moth. Are you seeing this on their website? Mm-mm. I've seen it in stores. Okay, because I'm looking at their website and I don't see it on their website. So I'm wondering if you're looking at Mattel stuff. No. Oh, uh, there's Clayface with the Bat Cycle and vehicle, but I haven't seen the other. Yeah. There's Bronze Tiger. I found one on Amazon of the Killer Moth. 12-inch Copperhead. Huh. Wow. Need more Riddler. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. They must have they must have Riddler. I haven't. I don't recall seeing them either. But that just seems odd that they wouldn't have them. I think it's Mattel that has them. Not, not uh. What the Riddler? Yeah, yeah. I think it's Mattel, not um, Spin Master. I'm checking Mattel's site right now because I bet you that's where I saw it. And of course, no, that doesn't help either. They have a 12-inch Riddler. That's about it. I saw it. At, I saw it at Walmart. Yeah, I'm on I'm on Walmart's site right now. I do I, see a couple of Riddlers in like on like third party websites like eBay. Yeah, this was so like maybe, a, this is like a, a three inch, two and a half. Inch. The Spin Master stuff is four inches. Yeah. 
Um, okay. Yeah, so it works. I see this retailer is How do they not have the Riddler? I don't know. Although I don't recall seeing the Penguin either, so. Yeah. They had, I saw a Firefly. How do they have Firefly and not Riddler or Penguin? <laughs> that seems quite odd. I'm seeing different variations of uh, Amigo-style Riddler. I don't know if they're they're Mego though. Well, speaking of which, was there anything about Mego? I gotta be honest, I haven't kept I haven't seen anything from Mego this year, um, whether they announce stuff or not. Okay. They're traditionally not at Toy Fair either. Interesting. Now, how are they doing as a company? Because I'm seeing a I, I see a lot of people questioning availability of stuff at, at stores. Yeah, I mean, even myself, when I shop around, I don't quite see much from them. Um, they really do have great figures that obviously they're a very classic action figure brand, but they have really kept a little profile, in my opinion, lately. And maybe that has to do with it. Okay. And I just found what Riddler I just saw. It's the Fisher Price Imagine X. There it is. <laughs> but you know it's Riddler. Uh, that's quite the difference. Oh, there is a. Um, I'm looking on Amazon. They show a DC Batman 2021 Riddler four inch action figure by Spin Master. There you go. Oh yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. Be getting that. There you go. That's it, Derek. I need to reach out to Spin Master. See if they'll send us. See if they'll allow us to do some. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Ramp up our YouTube channel. Mm. That'd be awesome. Um, oh, seeing these different Funko Pop, Riddler Funko Pops, that's going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> that That's going to kill me. Hit X now. Close out. <laughs> it's a rabbit hole that's too late. So I feel like the biggest downside of the field that we're in is all the new products that we encounter are so hard to let go and you oh just can't help but purchase some for yourself. Oh, I, I've already told my wife if, if there's product that Zoe likes that I also like, there may end up being two of them. <laughs> Because, it's fair. Because one's a toy and one's a collectible. And she goes, there you go. It's the exact same thing. Two different it, categories. It's two different. Ca- it, for her, it's a toy. For me, it's a collectible. And be lucky I'm not asking for a third one so I can have one in the package and one loose for display. Right. <laughs> Which, oh, that may or may not have happened. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple of times, right? Um. Now, overall, who's been the biggest surprise or what's been the biggest surprise to come out of what would have been Toy Fair with all the different announcements? I I think it was Hasbro for me. Um, we had initially had a call with them and they ran through all of their different brands and all the items coming out. And then when we saw Investor Day yesterday... There is just so much more that they didn't even show us that they announced that I'm very impressed with. And I think what's really interesting with them is that as opposed to Mattel, when they announce entertainment, they actually do it. So we've seen a lot of Mattel projects that are announced, but not are in the works. Then we don't really hear about them. 
But with Hasbro, they we were just talking about the Monopoly show, Easy Bake Oven, I think a Nerf show even. I think we're going <laughs> to... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot coming from them. And ever since their purchase of Entertainment One, they brought two of the biggest preschool ha- brands in-house. So now they're going to start making Peppa Pig toys and PJ Masks products. So I just heard Legoland here in Florida is opening up a Peppa Pig park. It's yeah next to it. Complete with muddy puddles. <laughs> it wouldn't be Peppa Pig without <clears throat> puddles. So yeah, they have a lot coming out and I think the year overall is going to be very strong. I think Last year, despite the awful year that we all went through during the pandemic that's still going on, I think that a lot of the growth in the industry came from products that were already available, right? Like puzzles were selling out, all the games that were already available were selling out. But I think companies thoughtfully took that time to really innovate and come up with new, new toys to play with. So... I think this year is going to be a very strong year. We're going to have a a lot, a crap load of entertainment. I mean, between the movies that were pushed back to all these new shows that are coming out on streaming, it's just, it's just, it's going to be a good year. Okay. You you think it'll be better than last year? I don't think it's going to be better than last year, but I think it's still going to be a strong year. Okay. Oh, also I want to mention one of my biggest surprises personally was from Lego. Um, obviously they have a bunch of great licenses, but the thing that stood out for me was, um, the creator items that came out last month and they pretty much went viral, the flower bouquet and the bonsai tree. Yeah. I think amazing. I was able to snatch a bonsai tree and I built it and it's amazing. And now it'll never die. My plant. (laughs) (laughs) So... I think there's a lot, of, a lot of innovation coming from a lot of different companies. So okay. it's going to be a good year. We talked about with uh, Madeline on My Marvel Geeks, the lack of WandaVision Lego or any Disney Plus Lego outside of uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, she actually told me about the idea that you guys came up with. And now I can't stop thinking about it <laughs> because now I need it in my life. Um, with the different rooms depicting each episode and each era as it gradually turns from black and white to in color. I mean, it's genius. I can't help but wonder if it has to do with some sort of licensing that's still in the works or maybe just no one thought of it yet. (laughs) Maybe Disney didn't think WandaVision was going to be as big of a deal as we made it to be, but... I don't think that's true. And the sad part is we haven't even seen that pop up yet on Disney idea or Lego ideas either. That's what I, that's what I told her. I said, you should put this on Lego ideas right now. <laughs> yeah. I have to make it. I have the software where I can do a mock-up. Ooh. I just got to do it. That will be difficult. Um, <laughs> I cannot imagine that. Any any final thoughts? Because I'm looking at the time and um, the previous person who, uh, when we had Stephen on Stephen Awald on the show, we said longest show to date. Yeah, we surpassed that. Oh no! <laughs> and it's okay because it's it's toys, it's collectibles. It's, there's so much to talk about. I think my final thoughts is that. <laughs> 
it's it's a 2021 is a year filled with great anniversaries from Pokemon to Wonder Woman to Harry Potter and there's a lot to be excited for whether you're a kid or a collector take that what about you you, Derek final thought I got no thoughts left I've been up since 4.30 this morning I'm about to hit the wall well, my final thought is my wallet's going, no. <laughs> but on that note, we're going to leave you asking. Want to know more? So, um... The bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. You know how Peter Parker doesn't always know how to tell Mary Jane how he really feels? Or how Tony Stark seems to have everything but not the deep emotional connection his complex soul craves? Well, you don't have to be a superhero or a wealthy industrialist to experience the kind of rich relationships and life we all long for. I'm Mark Wen, and I'm a men's wisdom coach. After people work with me, they have the confidence, emotional intelligence, and communication skills they need to be the heroes of their own story. To find out more, go to markwentcoaching.com. M-A-R-C-W-E-N-D-T, coaching.com. Great things are coming on the Nerd Bliss Podcast. We're changing up our presentation while keeping the candidness that you enjoy. We'll cover all your favorite shows and movies with maybe a few surprises along the way. And you, yes, you, will have opportunities to be on our show on a regular basis. That's right. You've got the Zoom Pro account, and we're going to use it. So be ready. Find us at nerdblisspodcast.com and esonetwork.com and on all the socials at NerdBlissPod. NerdBliss, listen up. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This has been a Weeby Geeks production.